so many successful people, the majority of successful people that I know had a flywheel and they made money in their business, they make money in their W-2 job, and then they take that cash flow from their business or from that job and they invest it in cash flowing assets. And if you take the patient long road, that is your flywheel. That's what makes you successful. But so many people get frustrated and bored with their job and they just want to get so focused on that financial freedom that they get rid of the flywheel. They take the flywheel off the engine and then that engine has to work harder. You actually start living off your passive income. This is a problem because so many people get rid of that flywheel too early and when you start living off that passive income, you can't compound wealth. Are you looking for freedom? Freedom from the daily grind and hustle? Or just finding a way to live the life you always wanted? Then join us on the Investing for Freedom podcast. Our host, Mike Ayala, will help you discover new ways to find freedom with tips, insights, and interviews. You'll learn the exact systems he's used to travel the world and live his best life. True success and happiness are all about freedom. And here's your roadmap on how to find freedom on your own terms. Welcome to the Investing for Freedom podcast. Here's your host, Mike Ayala. Thank you for joining me on the Investing for Freedom podcast. After spending a week in Alaska, with 16 guys that are all millionaires on their journey to eight figures, we call it seven to eight. There's three things that I observed that all successful people have in their life and continuously come back to, and I'm gonna share them with you. So number one is a tribe. Number two is a flywheel. And number three, they have clear goals and strategies and they keep coming back to that and adjusting when they're off track. So this last week when we were in Alaska, I had the privilege of facilitating and helping to lead This group, we went on a fishing trip. The guys had to do a full workbook, uh, their financial statements, their REO sheets, uh, real estate owned, for those of you that don't know what that is, um, their goals, their life vision, their family, um, their wealth contributors, people that actually contribute to their wealth, their internal board of advisors, all of these amazing things. And as I was observing and, and going through this throughout the week, the guys all had to present Um, a 45-minute presentation on their life and their wealth and their balance sheets, et cetera. And like I said, there was three things that I really observed. Number one, everybody who's successful that I know has a tribe. And, you know, sometimes this tribe changes over time. You don't just stay in the same, you know, group or mastermind or tribe. Sometimes you outgrow it. But like for me, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that GoBundance is a major tribe of mine. And actually, this was uh, group, most of these guys, actually all of these guys were from um, GoBundance. We met through GoBundance at some point in time or another. And so a tribe is extremely important. In most masterminds, uh, groups like GoBundance, we have pods. In our next level couple mastermind, we have a tribe there. These are high-performing couples that are wanting to go deeper in their marriage. Most of them are successful in business and investing and want to grow as a tribe together. We're getting ready to open enrollment on that. And as soon as this enrollment's done, we're going to actually put the couples into pods so that you can grow together. But this is an example of a tribe and why it's so important. And so when I looked around at these guys, um, you know, having a pod in GoBundance, most of us are in pods and having that accountability. People challenge our thinking. There's we don't know what we don't know. We don't know when our thinking is this stinking thinking um, as a cliche term. And so we've got to have people around us that influence us, challenge us, inspire us, call us out on our BS. Because a lot of times, even with limiting beliefs, they exist in all of us. Like we have limiting beliefs. And the reality is we don't know 
that we're operating in these limiting beliefs unless somebody else can mirror it back to us and, and share it. And so a tribe is extremely important. And when I sat and listened to all of these guys defending their seven to eight journey, most of these guys are worth three million, five million, six million, wanting to get to that $10 million mark. And as they're defending their life plan and their strategy, getting feedback from other guys that have already been there is extremely important. And getting feedback on areas where we need accountability. Can't tell you how many times in my life I've heard somebody from my pod or in a, in a group like this say, hey, you said the same thing six months ago and you haven't made any progress. There's a thing in GoBundance called a one sheet where we get to see our quarterly goals and, and what we hit and what we didn't hit. And having that accountability is super important. So the first thing is a tribe. The second thing is a flywheel. When I think back to Good to Great by Jim Collins, it was one of my favorite books that I read as an early entrepreneur. And one of the eight things that made these good to great companies great was that they had a flywheel. And when I think about successful people and listening to these guys, again, as I was so privileged to be able to you know, lead them and, and take them through this process, one of the things that I saw over and over is a flywheel. And so like, if you think about a small gas engine, there's a flywheel on it. And so once that engine gets running, that flywheel is a counterweight. It's a counterbalance and it, it makes the engine run easier. So it makes it more fuel efficient. And so that flywheel keeps it, keeps it moving through counterweights. Well, it's the same thing in our journey in the financial arena. There's so many people that want to get away from their W-2 job. They despise their business. So many times we're getting into conversations where people are just so focused on passive income. And, and at the end of the day, like I think it's a good thing. Rich Dad Poor Dad talks about getting out of the rat race, meaning getting to the point where your passive income is greater than or equal to your expenses. So that if you needed to quit working, you could. And by the way, I think this is an amazing principle and I think we all need to try to get there. But what happens so many times is we get in a hurry to get out of the rat race. And so what happens is we quit our job too soon or we get rid of our flywheel, the thing that makes us our money, our job, our business. So many successful people, the majority of successful people that I know had a flywheel and they made money in their business, they make money in their W-2 job, and then they take that cash flow from their business or from that job and they invest it in cash flowing assets. And if you take the patient long road, that is your flywheel. That's what makes you successful. But so many people get frustrated and bored with their job and they just want to get so focused on that financial freedom that they get rid of the flywheel. They take the flywheel off the engine and then that engine has to work harder. You actually start living off your passive income. This is a problem because so many people get rid of that flywheel too early and when you start living off that passive income, you can't compound wealth. And so the strategy, and I've said this for years, is make more money, invest it in cash flowing assets, and that's how you create wealth. The majority of really successful wealthy people made their money in business and then they invested it in passive income, which generated wealth, primarily, usually through real estate. And, and there's nothing magic about that formula. It's just about patience and consistency and staying on track. And so the third part after Flywheel is these guys have a clear goal and strategy. Now, without a clear goal and strategy, how do you know if you're off track? How do you know if you need to be held accountable, whether you need to hold yourself accountable or whether you need other people to hold you accountable? If you don't have a clear goal and strategy, then you don't know whether you're on track or off track. And so that's the most important part. There's really not a lot more to say about that. Um, just create that goal and strategy and make sure you're measuring what matters. We've got to use scorecards in our life and most people just don't do it. 
How do you know if you're on track or off track if you're not measuring this? Speaking of on track and off track, again, I said this earlier, but Karen and I are opening up the Next Level Couple community. We're not sure if we're going to open this up again this year, so this might be your only opportunity. It's going to be opening next week. We'll be open for a week. If that's something that you're interested in, text the word couples to 480-531-7519. And speaking of measuring what matters, we have amazing scorecards in there. We have accountability in there for you as a couple, for you as individuals. The guys have a breakout room. The girls have a breakout room. We bring in amazing speakers. It's $3.99 a month. It's month to month. So if you don't love it, you can cancel anytime. We would love to see you in the Next Level Couple community so many times. He's growing. She's growing. We're growing in different directions. This is the amazing thing about joining a community like this is it gets us aligned and plowing together. And as Karen and I always say, one plus one can equal 100 when we're pulling together. So hopefully this helps you. Again, the three things, the tribe, the flywheel, and a strategy and goals, these are the most important things that I see over and over in successful people. Let's go out there and make it great. If you found value in this episode and you know someone who's wanting to start or move further along in their journey toward investing for freedom, I would be forever grateful if you would share this show with them and help me get this message out to more listeners. Also, if you enjoy what you've heard, I would appreciate it if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. And until the next episode, cheers to moving further along in your journey of investing for freedom.